What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Coming up, we'll talk to the... uh, Great Dan Wetzel, one of the great columnists covering sports, actually reporting on sports, reporting on the Michigan situation. And will something happen today? I was told on Monday something might be happening on uh, Wednesday, but that's Michigan getting back to the NCAA and the Big Ten. I don't know if anything happens by the end of this week, but uh, we'll talk to Dan Wetzel about what could and will happen with Michigan football this year. Also, Could Bill Belichick be fired before the end of the season? We'll talk about that coming up. New poll question coming up as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. Our streaming partners, download the app if you haven't done so. If you would like to know what Fritzy looks like, you have the opportunity to do so. There is, you know, that um, rap albums when they first came out, and then there would be a disclaimer on there. We need to put that on Peacock. There's a disclaimer that when you get ready to watch the show, you're going to see Fritzy, but be prepared. I hope it's not disappointing. I hope it's, oh, cool. Or, oh, really? Yeah. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. People Magazine, Sexiest Man Alive. And I thought, okay, maybe it's Usher. Usher seems to be a hot commodity right now. And if you watch any of those videos and the women who show up at Usher's concerts, they would agree. So when Paulie goes, guess who the sexiest man alive is? 
And I go, okay. How about Travis Kelsey? And then Paulie goes, close. And I said, Jason Kelsey, his brother? He's, he's in the mix. He's a finalist for Sexiest Man Alive. And I go, okay, well, who is sexier than uh, Travis Kelsey's brother? Well, of course, it's Patrick Dempsey. And I went, Patrick Dempsey? Um, where's he been the last 15 years? Did he get killed off in Grey's Anatomy? He was on Grey's Anatomy, the, one of the stars of it, the star of it, from 2005 to 2021. But that show was kind of hot from 2005 to 2010. Mm-hmm. You, you would think he would have gotten it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this like... Um, well, he was McDreamy, wasn't he? Yeah. Was this like Paul Newman getting it for the color of money, like Emeritus? Uh, I don't know. Lifetime Sexiest Man Achievement Award? <laughs> Why don't you just give it to Tom Selleck? Yeah, but I don't understand this with Patrick Dempsey. I mean, not to get too deep into this and not to be anti-Patrick Dempsey. He's been on the show a couple of times, but... He's a good-looking, he's a handsome fellow. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are good-looking. Hello? But that doesn't mean that they're going to end up as the sexiest man alive. He's got great hair. Hello? Yeah, I'm just saying, he's got great hair. Who are you describing? Me or Patrick Dempsey? Okay, fair. All right, fair. <laughs> yes, Marvin. He's got piercing blue eyes. He, oh. Hello. Oh, okay. Hello. Yes, Paul. <laughs> Do you think it's one of those things like um, he's aging gracefully, he looks fantastic in his 50s, like a George Clooney, like you said, a career achievement award? Mm, but if you're trying to sell magazines, are you selling magazines with somebody who is not relevant now whoa easy this now now you're sounding bitter it's personal now now it's personal it does it is it is you're better than that i no i'm not no i'm very petty yes fair yeah uh yes yes do you really have to call it sexiest man alive is there a dead version coming up next month that's fair the sexiest man i think is fine all right fair enough some of the past winners there paulie the past few years chris evans the actor paul rudd in 2021 funny and good looking Michael B. Jordan, 2020, mm-hmm. John Legend, mm-hmm. Idris Elba, mm-hmm. Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they're all kind of in the midst of their careers. Not yeah. like Patrick Dempsey's done, but he had left. He recently. deserved it years ago. So it's an oversight. Yeah. But, but I don't think we need to have a correction. You know what? 2021 was probably his year if that was his last one on Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy. And somehow Paul Rudd snuck in there. Mm-hmm. That was the year of uh, I like his personality. And women like sense of humor, though. Yeah. yeah, they like laughing. I mean, not everybody has to be great looking. You can have just a great personality and a great voice. Thank you. And great hair and piercing blue Somehow eyes. Somehow underappreciated. Yeah. I'm noticing a trend, though. A lot of these guys win it after 40. McConaughey, uh, George Clooney. I think Matt Damon was Brad 40. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, he was over 40 when he won it. Yeah. All right. Do people still buy People Magazine? Besides you? I you buy... are so bitter right now. <laughs> you are such... Why are you taking this so personally? I don't know. I don't know. I just... I, could they have given it to me when I did SportsCenter? Absolutely. Okay. Well, could, yes. Should. Yeah. the better question. <laughs> you were almost going to cancel your subscription 10 years ago. I was. And to Us Weekly. <laughs> yes. Yes, Marvin. I'm looking back at past winners. In 1992, you may have been upset because Nick Nolte won Sexiest Man Alive. <laughs> Not to be confused with Gary Busey. Yeah, but I was just kind of starting out at Sports Center, kind of hitting my peak. Around 95, 96, 
I thought, all right, you know. Okay, well, when did you leave Sports Center? Oh, Sports Center left me. Okay, when did Sports Center leave you? <laughs> Dan, in '95, you've been up against Brad Pitt. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. In '96, you're up against Prime Denzel Washington, which you want no part of. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Who does? Yeah. Yes. Tony's a two-time winner, by the way. Yeah. Yes, Tony. But they would have had the perfect cover cover for you. En fuego, sexy talking hairdo, whatever. They just they just perfect for you. Thank you, Tony. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh. All right, so People Magazine, congratulations, Patrick Dempsey, sexiest man alive. Yes, he- That leads right into our hour two poll question, Dan. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be named People's Sexiest Man Alive, Times Person of the Year, or SI's Sports Person of the Year? Okay. Which of those three things would you rather? All right, this is a Paulie special. Now, go, if go you win it. Times Person of the Year, you're, you are probably very successful at something. Or it could be negative times person of the year but probably you're accomplished at something you may not be handsome though if you win si sportsman of the year, you could be a great coach a great person in sports you could have a great you'd be a great quarterback again you may not be handsome if you win times uh people's sexiest man of the year you know you're good looking and probably successful yeah i think i would take you know as vapid as i am i'd take the uh, sexiest man i alive. respect you admitting yeah you know sexiest man alive would anybody go elsewhere Sports Illustrated, Sportsman of the Year, or on the cover, Time Magazine is their person of the year. Everybody wants to be sexiest? I don't know. I don't know if I do. Hmm. Yeah, but you had a run where you were good looking. I was essentially. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've lived that life already, (laughs) just without the recognition, so... You don't want to go back to the moon. Now I'm just trying to figure out which one of these am I richest, and then that's what I want to do. Yeah, Seton was boy band hot. He was a young heartthrob. And then, well, if you have peacocks, once again, you yeah. can see yeah. what's happened. Unfortunately. Yeah, a couple of bacon, eggs, and cheese later. Many. Yes, Todd? But what if you're a time person <laughs> of the year and it was specifically because you cured some disease, cancer, whatever? Wouldn't that be more special than, wow, look how hot that guy is on the cover? He's maybe hotter than anyone else walking the planet. I think I would go with the Time magazine. If I'm doing something that for future generations forever, people don't have to suffer from a certain... But if you look illness. like you and you cure cancer... Wow, that's a shot. Does that get, <laughs> Does that get chicks? I, you know wow. what? I think I'm cute enough where I can uh, be a fine <laughs> Even though I look just like Chris Felica wow. and uh, Paulie from Rocky, I think I'm handsome okay. enough where it's not like, oh, really? That's a hard okay. choice now. So you, you, wow. you cure cancer. I didn't say I'm in the running for like sexiest you. man alive, but I, you know, I know you guys like to put me down. I don't know how much of it is a joke. Oh, no, here there. we go. Wow. So it, it, here we go. But I still feel very good Why about myself no like matter what happens here. Come over here. Lie down on the couch here, Todd. But regardless of what happens over these three hours, I walk out here feeling very good about myself but you know like sometimes those years uh like if you're times person of the year it's not always the person that cured cancer sometimes it's like hey vladimir putin right like so what todd what if you're person of the year but it's because you were so awful that year no it'd have to be something good i don't want to be like hey look at the greatest communist of all time or something like that i want to have done something really special like some kind of nobel prize winner or cured when the night shift starts the nightmare begins Boy, I know about that. Five Nights at Freddy's in theaters streaming now on Peacock. Also, Dan's Deals back. We hooked you up. Uh, Mother's Day, great products, and you get them for a great price, and we're going to do it for the holidays. Sign up for the DP Show newsletter available at 6 Eastern every day. First access to the savings, and uh, you sign up at danpatrick.com. Put your email address in the box that slides out bottom right corner. And if you bought my football book and you send it in, Get postage so I can send it back, okay? 
Dylan and Picture Day Ray, sometimes you don't send in the postage, and then we don't want to send it back because you're not listening. If you put your return address, that's not return postage. Just letting you know that we've had some people send in. I'll sign all the books if you send them in. No problem with that. Just make sure you put in return postage, not your return address. You have to have that as well. Yes, Todd. So to clarify, postage would be actual stamps. We yes, need to be that's what we're looking for. Stamps. Yeah. I think people are very proud they put their return address. I'm like, yeah, that's so I can send it back to you. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the Michigan story, NFL situation. Uh, Will Levis gets the start the rest of the year with the Titans. I like that. I like it. It's time to figure out what you have. You know what you have in uh, Ryan Tannehill, but you've got a rookie contract, and now you start to move on, move forward. This is the only thing that I thought of when I heard that Will Levis was going to start the rest of the year. Let's say Bill Belichick doesn't come back to New England next year. Well, first on the list would be Mike Vrabel to be the next head coach of the Patriots. Not Belichick going to the Titans. Oh, I thought, oh, no. I, I thought that's where you're going. No, no, no. There's no trade involved in that. I would, I would think that he would be number one on the, the list for the Crafts to replace Bill Belichick. By the way, Ben Volan, he writes for the Boston Globe. He says, based on my conversations, I don't think it's 100% Belichick finishes out this season. These next two games before the bye week are huge, particularly the Germany game, which is practically the team's Super Bowl for the Crafts. If Belichick loses at home to the Commanders, which he did, then to the Colts, you come home from Germany, you're 2-8, and eight, and then Ben writes, I think there's a chance the Crafts could make the move in the bye week and install Gerard Mayo as the interim coach for the final seven games. Now, that's not a report, but it's being treated as a report. This would be like if Ben was on a radio show and said, hey, Ben, what do you think could happen with the Patriots? Okay, I'm going to give you a sense of what I'm hearing or what I feel. There's not reporting here. It's not like, hey, if they're 2-8 and eight when they come back, I'm being told the Crafts will really strongly consider firing Bill Belichick. But we're going to pick this up as a report. This is what's dangerous about now, today, and how we report what is, what is real reporting, what is just conversation, what is speculation, rumor, innuendo. We have this going on in Michigan. Everybody's at the end of the story. you got to suspend a hardball, and Michigan can't play for a national title. All right, let's do process here. But, you know, here's Bill Belichick talking about his future. Have you been given any assurances from ownership about your job status for the rest of the season? Yeah, my focus is on getting ready for the Colts. Do you personally believe that you could be coaching for your job this week against the Colts? I'm going to control what I can control. I'm going to get ready for the Colts. Those are tough questions. Those are tough questions. And you know what? The room gets even more silent when you ask those questions. And he didn't answer them how you expected Bill Belichick to answer those, I think. Wouldn't you just say, I'm coaching this team? Like, not, I'm just worried about the Colts. I'm going to control what I can control. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What? Can you control Mac Jones? Like, what what are you controlling right now? What you have controlled is out of control. 
And that's why this speculation. Now, I don't think Bill is going to be back with the Patriots next year. I don't have any information. That's just my opinion reading the room here. It feels like we've gotten, we've gotten to the end of the road here, the end of the chapter with the Patriots, whether it's the end of the road for Bill Belichick. I think surpassing Don Shula is important, whether he'd admit that or not. And maybe he takes over the Washington Commanders. Maybe. Mike Florio speculated about that. Yes, Mark. In your career, have you ever seen a coach get unceremoniously fired? Tom Landry. Tom Landry. Now, you can Jerry Jones was going to bring in his own guy. It was just growing up, like Tom Landry represented something. He was a businessman. He was a coach. I mean, you know, I there was so much respect and all of a sudden they kicked him to the curb. And then you're going to bring in this brash Jimmy Johnson. Now, it turned out to be the right move. But I really felt bad for Tom Landry. Because once, when you're not the head coach, it, it's like, you know, when Wright Thompson, the brilliant writer, was writing about Joe Montana. Joe Montana, for decades, was the greatest quarterback of all time. And then Tom Brady happened. And now nobody says Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time. You lose that designation. And I don't know what that feels like for these guys. When you have it for such a long period of time, and then all of a sudden you don't. Yes, Mark? Is that why Jordan did, did the last dance? Not to go to a different topic, but like now people don't consider you the greatest ever? Oh, I think they still do. Well, I, I think I just, it was a reminder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, in Jordan's mind. I think it was just a reminder to anybody who was going to factor in LeBron James. Hey, LeBron just won a title. So look at, look at the timing of all of this. This was calculated. You know, Jordan waited, and it's like, okay, now I'm going to green light this. He just wanted to let everybody know, a reminder, man, LeBron, he's good. He's not me. He's not me. Yeah, Paul. Going back to that Patriots, I'm going to air quote, report, it seems so unbelievable because if Robert Kraft firing Bill Belichick midseason would be unprecedented. A, a legend in midseason is a level of disrespect that not even yeah. Tom Landry suffered at the hands of Jerry Jones. That's why the story makes zero sense to me uh, because now Kraft will become the story. But wow, like how do you do that? Now, that's, it's the Patriot way to move on from people. They usually move on at the end of a season. Tom Landry was fired uh, the day the sales closed with the Cowboys. They, they had Jimmy Johnson was in town in Dallas having staked in there with Jerry Jones two days before. It's like he was yeah. – Jerry Jones was interviewed, it, interviewed years later and said – he he didn't know how big of a deal. Oh, it was. the backlash was unbelievable. He, he said he gives himself an F for how he handled that. He should have handled it. No, it was it much horrible. Better. Horrible. It was the right football decision. Yes, it was. I don't know what Dallas was the previous three seasons, record wise, but I this would be unfair to Belichick. It'd be embarrassing to Belichick. It'd be disrespectful to Belichick. You know what? I, I would just say we'll we'll assess the situation at the end of the year. But to fire him mid season I just I can't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. And right. what would that accomplish? The season's lost. I know you want to get a head start on the next season, get that new guy in to start building for 2024. But if the season's already over, it just seems much more harm than not to actually have a legend like that go in the middle of the year. Yeah, because usually you open up the you know the uh, vacancy for candidates. But if you know that Mike Vrabel would be your guy, whether that's true or not, you don't have to fire Bill Belichick during the season. I don't, I mean, that would be, that'd be humble. He'd be humbled, humiliated. 
to have him go out that way. And you know, you know, and is the Patriot way still the Patriot way? Feels like the Patriot way was when Tom Brady was there. That certainly helped with the Patriot way. You don't hear that often. You know that Patriot way. What what is that way right now? Yes, Marvin. It's like heat culture. <laughs> There's no heat culture, is there? There's more heat culture than it is, you know, Patriot way. Yes, Pauline. The Cowboys in '86 and '87 under Tom Landry were seven and nine. In 1988, the Cowboys were three and thirteen. They went three straight years missing the playoffs, and then they replaced him with Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Landry. yeah, yeah. Seaton. Why does it have to be one or the other? Like, can't it just be Brady and Belichick? Can be. One's still there. We don't bring up Patriot Way anymore in the last four years. Just saying, Patriot Way certainly helped when you had Tom there. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The original light beer, 1975, Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. No, you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. More phone calls coming up. Cooper Flagg is the number one college basketball recruit in America. Not being recruited anymore, he's going to Duke. He's only 16 years of age, but he is going into Duke, do a one and done. He'll join us coming up in the final hour of the program. He grew up in Maine and then went down to Florida, Mount Verde, so he could play against great competition. And he is not shy. He doesn't back down, even doing scrimmages with uh, Jason Tatum and some of the Celtics. So he'll join us in the final hour. Went to Rucker, played in Rucker Park. These kids never play outside anymore. That might have been the first time he's probably played a game outside. When we were growing up, we had to sneak into the gym. You had to play. You're always playing on asphalt. You had no chance of getting into a gym. We used to leave a window open just a little bit on Friday at school and then sneak in on Saturday to play in the gym. Yes, Paulie? Possible Cooper Flag nickname, Fritzy, the main event. Ooh, Okay. We can do that. Oh, Maine like the state. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports columnist and New York Times bestselling author. He's been working on the Michigan situation. What do you think is going to happen today with Michigan, if anything? Uh, I don't think anything will happen today. I think we'll go tomorrow, and it'll be down to what uh, the Big Ten wants to do. Um Michigan's going to respond today to the Big Ten, and then I think the Big Ten will probably have a decision tomorrow or maybe Friday. Uh, do they want to suspend Jim Harbaugh uh, indefinitely? That is on the table uh, until the end of the NCAA investigation. Uh, do they want to just give him two games, three games would be the rest of the regular season, two games, uh, or they could back off and, and not do anything. But uh, it's a precarious spot for Harbaugh uh, right now, considering what the Big Ten uh, is sending out there as possible punishments. Do you think there's a negotiation going on between Michigan and the NCAA and or Big Ten? Oh, there's there's absolutely a negotiation going on. I don't know whether they will reach any negotiation. Um, we'll see how dug in everybody is. You know, it's hard to – we've never seen this, Dan. I mean, a, a commissioner suspending a head coach – let alone of a winning team in the middle of the season. I, I, I've been covering college athletics for you know a couple of decades. I've never heard anything like this in, in, in this element. Not uh, you know they went after the ref too hard or you know something like that. Um, but while there's an investigation going on, and you know I, I think look what Connor Stallions did was clearly uh, an attempt to violate the rules and and to help Michigan um, if. The NCA's now three-week investigation had covered any ties or, or knowledge, proof that Jim Harbaugh knew or even up to like his coordinators knew that Harbaugh should be fired immediately by Michigan. But that hasn't materialized. So to to make this big of an aggressive move when an investigation's ongoing and it's not like, hey, there's a, a text message here saying, hey, Connor, you should go to the Central Michigan game. Oh, thanks, Coach Harbaugh. Should I wear the sunglasses? Yes, apps. You know, like if you got something like that, gone. But without that kind of any knowledge in it, it appears, you know, we'll see. Maybe they find something today, but they haven't found anything. 
This is a unprecedented move and so unprecedented negotiations and really no one knows what the what the Big Ten will do, but it is a uh, it is quite a precedent for the Big Ten to to make a move on Jim Harbaugh in the middle of an investigation. Yeah, I keep cautioning people like due process. Let's just let it play out. Everybody wants to get to the end of the story, suspend Harbaugh. Michigan can't play for a national championship. I, I want to know what is there. Like we keep hearing that could have happened. You know, everything's on the periphery. I need to know exactly, okay, you got Jim Harbaugh in Michigan dead to rights. This guy acting on his own. Did he share the information with uh, a coordinator? Did that coordinator tell Jim Harbaugh? Is Jim Harbaugh sort of the way Patino was at Louisville? Hey, he didn't know about the hookers, but he should have known about the hookers. Right. I'm, I, I, I just, I'm waiting for the there there, Dan. Well, there's a couple things here, and and be clear, I'm not saying that Michigan just should escape penalty or they didn't they didn't violate the rules, but I think there is perspective that needs to happen. And to you know, two things: nobody cared about sign stealing until three weeks ago. I mean, nobody cared about sign stealing. Yeah. They steal their signs, all each other's signs. They advance scout all the time. They just have their friends and other coaching staffs hand over their work. Uh, I mean, this is that the whole scandal's like out of nowhere because of. Somebody investigated this and hoped the NCAA and the Big Ten would overreact. And we have overreacted. So we're going to see whether they still will overreact. But this is not the biggest scandal uh, on earth. That said, it is something. Um, what we have a lot of, and a lot of the way this story was framed, is anonymous coaches screaming that he should have known, he must have known, he, he had to have known, all that stuff. And Tony Batiti having meetings with the, the coaches and the ADs of the other schools and listening to them, like, that's the last group you would listen to. I wouldn't want to hear Jim Harbaugh's opinion on something going on at Ohio State because I would just dismiss it out of hand. So a lot of this is like, well, this is the biggest, this is terrible, this is awful. They're doing the same thing, just in a different way. They all are stealing signs, and they are all using advanced scouts, depending on how you define them, in different ways to steal those signs. And so you can't, you know, I caution, I don't really care what happens here, right? I, I caution anybody who says, you know, a, an organization that says, well, we're just going to go on it because we're going to suspend Jim Harbaugh for the rest of the year because we think he should have known. That isn't how it should work. And if it's too slow or whatever, but what if he didn't? I mean, on the second day of this, I looked at this this case differently than most, and I thought what I see is Connor Stallions, this is this was my possible theory on the case, and maybe it proves to be wrong. It hasn't yet. Connor Stallions is a guy in his 20s, over-eager, wants to be the Michigan head coach one day, has a 600-page manifesto about how he'll be the head coach and what he'll do. He gets attention as a young coach for being able to decipher these codes and break the codes, and he's from the Naval Academy, and he's selling himself as this this wizard at it, and Michigan knows he's stealing the codes. They, they know they're breaking down the signals. They just don't know how he's putting his thumb on the scale to be so good at it. He's not going to volunteer that information because it makes him look, A, guilty, get him fired, or less of a genius. So he's pumping himself up and not telling anyone. Most conspiracies in this country, although everyone wants to believe they're vast, they're usually very small. I don't think there's a very, very plausible case that he told no one and acted on his own. I don't know that that's it, 
but there's a very plausible explanation of that. I think everybody, including the NCAA and the Big Ten, went running in saying Harbaugh had to know, everybody had to know, Michigan had to know. And when you're going in on that route and then you're not even doing due process, you put yourself over a barrel and you open Pandora's box. And so whether Jim Harbaugh gets suspended or not or Michigan gets punished, many of those things should happen. I just would caution anyone to just say, well, we have one worldview here, and it's because a bunch of other football coaches who aren't really paying attention, aren't really deep thinkers, just want Jim Harbaugh gone. That's a dangerous way for the NCAA and the Big Ten to operate, and it's dangerous for all the other coaches too because today it's Harbaugh, tomorrow it's you. If I said that you could find out what Harbaugh knew or find out who gift-wrapped this investigation for the NCAA, well, uh, which would I choose? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm of I I'm of the belief Harbaugh didn't know. Um, now should he should he have been more curious? Should he have been more? Uh, I think I know that. I think Harbaugh didn't know. I, should he should he have been more curious? Should he have been more walking in that grad grad assistant room yelling? Anybody breaks a rule and costs me my job, I'm going to kill you. You know all that stuff. He he's terrible manager of his staff. Right? He's got all sorts of problems. It's not pertinent to the case who hired the PI. It, it, it doesn't matter, but I don't really care what ha- – I don't care about sign stealing. I don't care what Michigan's part. As purely a media vulture, yeah, I want to know who hired them. Because somebody hired them hoping the NCA would fall for the okey-doke and go with this and not think this through. And it worked perfectly. And if nothing else than to tip my cap at whoever plotted this thing out, they weren't really outraged by sign stealing uh, is my guess. There's not a sign stealing, uh, you know, uh, hardcore anti sign stealer out there that just said this is too much. They wanted to get Michigan. They got Michigan for the soap opera aspect that I like. I'd want to know that. Good to talk to you, Dan. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports columnist, New York Times bestselling author. Yeah, we've talked about if these other schools are sharing signs, are they guilty of doing sort of the same thing that Michigan is guilty of or at least accused of? Maybe we find out something today. Maybe Michigan is trying to negotiate something here. Um, Jim Harbaugh keeps saying it never got to him. Maybe it didn't. But let's let it play out. It's, it's when we jump to the end because everybody has to have a hot take. Don't have a hot take. Make a phone call. Do some investigation. Report on this. Not, oh, he must be guilty. Okay. Oh, you got to fire him. Okay. I just want to know, you know, a couple of things. Do the coordinators know anything? And that's where I would ask. I would start start there with the coordinators with Michigan. If I'm Big Ten, I go, come on in. Uh, who did he share the information with? Did you two coordinators get any information? They got two really good coordinators, by the way, at Michigan, offense and defensive coordinator. I just want to know. He shared that information with you. Did you share that with Coach? All right. Get my answers there. At least start there. But as far as suspending him, two games, $10,000, that's what they're allowed to. But if it goes for more than that, if you suspend him indefinitely, does Michigan fight this? Michigan fights this until the end of the season. They're still investigating Michigan for what happened during COVID with recruiting. They're not going to get around to this till Harbaugh is in the NFL in a couple of years or maybe back in college after being in the NFL. <laughs> like, man, oh, man. So Dan Wetzel says, whatever it is, 
just make it even because the actions of Connor Stallions and the actions that Ohio State Rutgers and Purdue allegedly engaged in are the exact same thing. Stealing signs. Sharing information with somebody else. All right, we'll take a break. We'll get to phone calls coming up and uh, update the poll results right after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. As Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports points out, why is the NCAA aggressively investigating Michigan but not Purdue and the others? Why is the Big Ten threatening to suspend Harbaugh indefinitely but does not seem to care about anybody else? Why is the NCAA not immediately sending investigators to Ohio State and Rutgers to find out who else received these reports? Why is the Big Ten not instantly warning future opponents of Purdue, Ohio State, and Rutgers that the competitive integrity of their games are in doubt considering past behavior? There's a whole lot going on with this. And I don't know if anything happens with this, but uh, we probably will get some kind of clarity by tomorrow, according to uh, Dan Wetzel, who's been covering this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers with Pat McAfee, and of course there's the speculation, is he going to be able to come back? 
Uh, he said something in an offhanded way to Derwin James of the Chargers that, hey, maybe in three weeks. Well, he was joking. Uh, so here is uh, Aaron Rodgers on his return table. Yeah, I said it smiling, joking. You know, he was talking about how, you know, he's excited for me to get back on the field at some point. I joked that it'd be a few weeks, but uh, obviously it's going to be more than a couple weeks. So a couple's two, a few's three. Yep. A Rushmore is four. That's I'm right. aware of this. I'm aware right. Of this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just saying. You know, Handful, it's gonna five, be five, it's gonna be a few. A pantheon. It's gonna be a few a few fortnights. It'll be a few fortnights. Okay. If you're uh, young and you may not be aware of a fortnight, Paulie, would you give us the definition of fortnight? It's a phrase used in still in Great Britain and originates from Great Britain and the British colonies. It comes from the old English and is literally a shortened ver- uh, form of fourteen nights. And in reference to, people said this was their pay schedule or their vacation schedule. Like, I'm going to be gone for a fortnight because you got two weeks of vacation. Okay. Or my, I'm going to get paid in a fortnight. Okay. So, it's 14 days. That was uh, Aaron Rodgers, courtesy of the Pat McAfee Show. I think you would love to be able to give a time frame, but you can't. And if you're going to do it, maybe he could come back. And speaking to somebody yesterday, and, and this was an orthopedic surgeon, and I just wanted to know this kind of surgery. And it's been around for a while. It just it hasn't really been brought to light with a marquee athlete. And I kept thinking, well, why wouldn't Kevin Durant know about this? Or did he know about this? Did he choose to go with something that is more standard procedure with Achilles surgery? And... Uh, You know, the fact that Aaron Rodgers found somebody who does this kind of pushes the envelope. I'll go back to a surgeon who worked on my knee and uh, Dr. Ting in San Francisco, world renowned, uh, was the Giants physician, um, San Jose Sharks physician. And when I went to see him, this is long, long time ago. And he said, we're growing cartilage in a Petri dish. And they were doing it in Germany. And he said, would you be interested in us growing cartilage in a Petri dish and trying to reattach that to your knee. And I chose not to. Now, I did the microfracture surgery where they drill into your knee. They try to see if there's any uh, anything lo- uh, you know, that you could get cartilage growing. And uh, so all, they just went in there and they said it's a, a dead knee. There was nothing in there that they could attach it to. But just the fact that there's so much modern medicine, and a lot of it's outside the United States, where it doesn't get FDA approved to be in the United States. And that's why people go outside sometimes for cancer treatment. But if this helps Aaron Rodgers get back, maybe by week 16, week 17, is that something that he would be interested in just saying, I proved it to you. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to play. Or maybe I'm just going to play for a little bit, but I'm going to show you that I can get out on the field. And I asked the orthopedic surgeon, I said, is there a reasonable time frame? And he said, no, because if you were my patient, I wouldn't give you a time frame. I wouldn't say, you know what, you're going to be back in X number of weeks because that's not fair to what your body is going to be able to do. And this is a major surgery here. And to come back just as a regular person, he said, I wouldn't give you that time frame. And no doctor is going to give you that kind of time frame. Now, he said, Aaron Rodgers may push for this. And say, help me understand. Like, what's the best case scenario? That's it. But another thing is, when you're throwing passes on the sidelines, there's no pass rush, no quick movements, none of that. Being able to practice, being able to play, those are two different things. And I was, he was saying, if you were just getting ready to walk, 
just trying to come back and walk, I still wouldn't give you a time frame. And I said, okay. Yeah, Paul. I, I wonder if a generation from now we're discussing this and saying, you know, Jimmy Lipper from the Bears, he got the Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he got the Aaron Rodgers? He'll be back in. Oh, uh, so he's going to get the Tommy John credit? He's going to get the Tommy John. And, mm. and I think Aaron Rodgers would love to have sure. that as part of his legacy. Like, sure. Oh, dude, Jimmy Lipper got the Aaron Rodgers. He'll be back in nine weeks. I like that. I like that. Um, we'll get some phone calls in here. By the way, this is this is something that's bothering Paulie because he's finally realized that Chet Holmgren can play. Paulie had his doubts when he saw Chet Holmgren in high school. Now Chet Holmgren is playing second year, injured his first year, didn't play a game last year. And Paulie goes, who should be rookie of the year this year, Victor Wambayama or Chet Holmgren? And then Paulie said, I have a problem that Chet Holmgren is eligible for Rookie of the Year. I have very mixed feelings on this one. I think we've done this before with like Blake Griffin or, or Ben Simmons. Ichiro. Ichiro. But like Blake, uh, Chet Holmgren's rookie year was 2022-2023. He didn't play. Should your rookie year be the year you were supposed to be a rookie or your first full year playing in the NBA? Because he is eligible to win Rookie of the Year over Wembenyama. He could sit out for five years, doesn't make him a better player. When you play, it makes you a better player. Right. Therefore, this is his rookie year. He's playing. He watched. I don't think that made him any better. I guess, I know, and I'm not sure where I side on this one. But it like does, Ichiro being rookie of the year, and he came over and he was, what, 26? Yeah. 27? <laughs> Already established as one of the great hitters in baseball? Chet Holmgren was injured. If you guys, all right, well, where do you guys weigh in on this? If you miss your rookie year due to injury or any reason, you're eligible. Yeah, I don't have any problem with that. Okay, all right, back row, all right, Seaton. I don't know. It's not really a rookie year. I mean, I get the whole red shirt freshman thing, but it's not really. You know, the All Star game they have that rookie <laughs> not really. rookies versus sophomores game. Yeah, which one would he play in? Rookie. Hmm. Marvin, you know basketball. Go to you. Should Chad Holmgren be eligible for Rookie of the Year? Yeah, why not? All right, fine. Yeah, but that's not a real take. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wants to. I think Marvin doesn't want to delve in because it's it's one. You can see both angles. Look, he redshirt like he didn't play, so he's technically a rookie. Arvita Sabonis was forty one when he got to the NBA. That is not true. He was thirty one or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure okay. he. I'm sure he played on the all rookie team where he made the all rookie team or something like that. Seton O'Connor. Can we talk about how odd it is though that this is going to be the next great rivalry for hopefully you know ten the next ten years or something, and it's two dudes with crazy handles that are both seven foot plus. <laughs> I know. That's unbelievable. Okay. How the timing the how odd that is to have one, but then to have two at the exact same time that somehow both are rookies this year, whatever. But. It's what, the same time. What happens first? We change the dimensions of the basketball floor, or we raise the basket. In our lifetime, will, will we change the width, length, maybe width even more so, mm. of the basketball floor because where we're headed? Yes, Eden? How would that impact the game, changing the width and length of the, of the floor? Well, you'd have more movement, I think. I think the, the bigger these guys are, if you watch an NBA game... Is that to move the three-point line back partially? I, you could do that as well. But I, I, And I'd love to have the commissioner on just to ask him, just down the road, could, could you see where we change the dimensions of an NBA basketball floor? Do you think what's hampering that is... I mean, I know the answer is the cost to the arenas. Could be. 
because then you're now you're putting back a row of seats or you're removing a row of seats. That the, the next well, row will be it's like all hockey arenas aren't the same size. Right. Like I go, wait, what? Yeah, because you know of the uh, proximity of the seats and the cost of moving that. Yeah, Seaton. There's a great question. Back to something we were just talking about right. from Brad on the Twitter. Okay. Is this Jordan Love's rookie year? <laughs> Essentially. He was on the sidelines in uniform, uh, and he played. It doesn't matter. He did play. <laughs> it's kind of Jordan Love's if, rookie season. If he were a baseball player, yeah, he, but would... he He wasn't hurt. He played. He was in uniform. <laughs> Not the same. He played a game. He started a game against Kansas City. Oh, whatever. Come on! Whatever. When Mahomes played his second year, was that his rookie year? The answer is no. What about if you get a paycheck, then you're not a rookie? Final hour on the way. We're going to arm wrestle here. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.